Radio. The Holy Spirit and the Healing Love of God. A talk by Mark Nemo at the Immaculata Mission School 2017, held at the Launceston Church Grammar School in Tasmania. Sometimes it's not a question of you are one of these. In our lives, sometimes at different moments, we are all the five people. That's, that's the power of parable. See? That's, that's why Jesus told parables. It's like the prodigal son, right? You know, sometimes you think, oh, I think I'm the prodigal son. Oh, I'm th- I think I'm the older brother. No, sometimes within each one of us, there is the prodigal son and the older brother. Hello. Are you understanding me? So at different times, we've rejected the gift of God. At certain times, we've accepted it and are sleeping on it. And that's the gift of the Holy Spirit that God pours out to us. If you look at the way that the teachings are going in this school, you realize that, you know, it's centered on the Trinity. Are you now understanding why I brought my African thing here? Do you understand why? Because we're caught up in the love of God. As father, as son, and as what? Come on, say it again. And as what? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is actually described uh, in different ways. Now, you know the Holy Spirit is the third person of the Blessed Trinity. Okay, we speak about that a lot. So the Holy Spirit is actually God. Yes? Holy Spirit is God. Theologians have a way of describing this. The Holy Spirit is like the fruit of love between the Father and the Son, Jesus Christ. Their love is so powerful that it produces fruit. Isn't that what I told you about uh, the love between myself and my wife? Huh? Are you with me? That's the, that's, that's the intimate connection. And did you know that the Trinity, the icon of the Trinity, should be reflected in all families? Because the Trinity is like a family. Do you understand what I'm saying? So the love that binds the Father and the Son Hmm? producing the spirit is what should what pour forth when a husband gets intimate with his wife pop Noel pops up Michelle Marie pops up man are you understanding what I'm saying so the Holy Spirit is love the love of God and scriptures make it very clear so beautiful look at what uh, the scripture of Uh, Romans chapter 5. Do you have your Bibles? Good. Romans chapter 5. Reading from verses 1 through to 5. Very powerful scripture there. Because we're looking at this power of God. The Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Hmm? The Spirit of God. Romans 5, 5. Uh, Romans 5, chapter, uh, chapter 5, verses 1 through to 5. It's so beautiful. And look at, look at how Paul begins that. He says, therefore, hmm, 
Since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God. You remember this morning I was telling you about faith, right? Yeah. We're saved by grace, and we, we come to God and receive this by faith. And this gives us hope. And look, listen to how he describes it from verse 3. Not only that, but we, we even boast of our afflictions. You see, if you know you're caught up in this love of God, hey, it don't matter. <laughs> okay, I come from the south side of Chicago, so forgive my English. <laughs> they don't say it doesn't matter. They say it don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter what, what, what's being thrown at me, right? He says what? Eh, he, he, he says, eh, not only that, but we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that affliction produces endurance. When I'm suffering, when I'm afflicted, and I stand firm in it, man... I know I can face anything in this world. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I know I'm not facing it alone. Because I am with the Lord. You remember? It's no longer I who live, but who? Christ who lives in me. Hmm? So it produces endurance. And endurance, a proven character. And proven character, hope. In verse 5. And hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God. Say the love of God. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Isn't that good news? So the love of God has been what? Has been what? Poured out. One of the symbols of the Holy Spirit, but by the way, the Holy Spirit is not a bird. You know how in confirmation we have a dove and you know, we think, oh, this is the Holy Spirit. And maybe it's going to poop on our head. Yeah. A few droppings on our head. It says the Spirit descended upon Jesus like a dove. So it's a metaphor kind of describing how the Spirit overshadowed Jesus. But the Holy Spirit also has the symbolism of fire. You know that. On Pentecost, tongues of fire, right? But the Holy Spirit is also described in various parts of Scripture as water. Sometimes it's described as what? Wind. The Spirit blows where it wills. But here it says it's been poured out. What do you pour? Water. Thank you very much. It's been poured out into our hearts. Into your heart and my heart. The love of God has been poured out into our hearts through what? The what? The Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit. Spirit. Powerful. It's been poured out. And Jesus spoke about this symbolism of the Spirit as water in John's gospel. Turn with me to to, to John chapter uh, 7. John chapter 7. Reading from about verse 37. Oh, I love John's gospel. Did you hear the archbishop say, you know, John's gospel kind of like has layers, right? It's like you're peeling off an onion. Yeah? So, so Jesus is speaking here. Uh, let somebody proclaim it for me. Oh, come on. 
You have your Bible? Do you want to read it? No? Okay. No problem. Okay. Who has it? John 7. Raf? Oh, come on, Raf. Everybody say hi, Raf. That's Raphael, my man. <laughs> hey, Raphael. Raphael, you want to go? There? So 37 to 38. Oh, okay. John chapter 7, right? Yeah. You got it? Okay. On the last and greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood up and exclaimed, Let anyone who thirsts come to me. You, did you hear that? It was the last day of the feast. It says Jesus stood up. Come on, when Jesus stands up, you better listen. That means he has something important to He stood up and what? He what? He stood up and what? And exclaimed. Do you know what it means to exclaim? It's like going, yo! Yo, people! Yo, my people! Yo! What's up, yo? Y'all better listen. Like they say in the south side of Chicago. Y'all better listen. He exclaimed. What did he exclaim? Let anyone who thirsts come to me. Did you hear that? Let anyone who thirsts, what? Come to me. Are you thirsty? Do do you know what what you're really thirsty for? It's not (laughs) Coca-Cola. It's not Sprite. Do you know know those drinks when you drink Coca-Cola, you get more thirsty? And Sprite, yeah? It doesn't quench your thirst. So he says, let all who thirst come to me. Come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture says, rivers of living water will flow from within him. Did you hear that? For as scripture says, anyone who believes in me, hmm? he says rivers, say rivers. Rivers Rivers of living water will flow from where? From From within him. So when, when God pours the Holy, his love, which is the Holy Spirit into us, do you know what happens? A river begins to flow. Isn't that good news? An unending flow. It's like Niagara Falls. Have you been to Canada, to Niagara Falls? Yeah. A river begins to flow. What does he say? He said this in reference to the spirit that those who came to believe in him were to receive. Did you hear that? Have you believed in Jesus? Have you come to believe in Jesus? Yeah. He he was making reference to the spirit. So if you've believed in Jesus and you've been baptized. Thank you, Ralph. You've been baptized and you've been confirmed. The Holy Spirit has been poured into your heart. And it's like a river. That's what? Flowing. It's like a river. What kind of river is that? What kind of river is that? It's the river of what? Of healing. The river of forgiveness. The river of joy. The river of hope. The river of peace. The river of strength. It's flowing. Now, the question I want to ask you is this. Do you have the Holy Spirit? You see, you're not even sure. (laughs) If you have the Holy Spirit, say, yeah. Yeah. And that's true because you've been baptized. It's been poured, right? Okay. 
Have you been confirmed? Yeah. So, so you've even received greater outpouring, right? It's been sealed. Now, the key question is not, do you have the Holy Spirit? Can I tell you the key question? Does the Holy Spirit have you? Mm. That's a different ball game altogether. Because you may have the Holy Spirit, but does the Holy Spirit have you? If the Holy Spirit has you, then it's flowing. Am I communicating? Because it's been poured, but is it flowing? And I often give this example of the villages in Africa. Yeah, okay. In many villages, they don't have running water in their homes. You understand? Through the tap. So, the the villagers have to walk sometimes five miles, seven miles to the river with buckets on their head. Is, is that true, my sister? Yeah. It's, it's not everywhere, but villages. You understand what I'm saying? And fetch the water and carry it all the way. Kids have to carry water and come and have a bath before they go to school. And you live in Australia, you turn on the tap, water is flowing, and you still complain. You understand what I'm saying? Many of us are so spoiled. You understand what it means to be spoiled? Yes. So anyway, don't let me digress. So they go, they fetch the water, they fetch the water. And then some missionaries, Komboni missionaries. You know the Komboni fathers? You don't know the Komboni fathers? Missionaries? Oh, they are from Italy. Okay. Or any missionaries, SVD, whatever. They go to the village, they start to reach out, and they realize they have a need here. All they need is what? A borehole. Do you know a borehole? Like they need to bring a machine and drill a hole hmm? so they can make a well in the village. Listen to this very carefully. So they bring engineers. They study the topography of the land. And very soon they find, "Mm, if we start drilling here, we'll get water. So they bring the machines and all the villagers are watching, the children especially. They are standing there because these white people have come with machines. Yeah? So they start drilling. It hits a few meters. All you see, when they hit the water table, you understand what a water table is? Yeah. So when they break the water table, the water begins to what? Gas forth. Can I tell you something? There is celebration in the village. The whole night, people will not sleep. They beat drums. Dancing. Because you know what? They will no longer walk for five miles. And all they do is they, they put a pump. And the people can get clean water. Now, the question I want to ask you is this. These people were sitting on water. Are you with me? The village was sitting on water. But they were walking five miles, seven miles to go and fetch water. Are you understanding what I'm saying? 
So the picture I want to give you in your Christian life is this. All that needs to happen is the water table needs to break. The water table in your life. Because the spirit is in you. No doubt about it. True or false? So when the water table breaks, then it starts to flow like a river. Like a river. Healing. Love. Joy. Peace. Amen. Because you have God the Father with you. You have God the Son with you. You have God the Holy Spirit with you. Let me give you one scripture and then uh, I will end. Okay? Let's turn to First John chapter 4. First letter of John. Is this making sense to you? Yes? So tell your neighbor right now. Let God. Shout it out. Let God. Break the water table. Break the water table. So the rivers can flow. Amen. First John chapter 4. And it's rivers of healing. First John chapter 4. Have you got it? Okay. First letter of John. Not the gospel of John, but the letter of John. First letter of John chapter 4, reading from verse 13 to 18. Who, who is, who's, who's got it? Yeah. Oh, come on, my sister. Awesome. Okay. We'll take our time. What's your name? Sophie. Sophie. Oh, the, everybody say hi, Sophie. Hi. Sophie, stand, stand. Do you know what your name means? Oh, awesome. You are the wisest woman here. Wisdom, Sophie, Sophia. Okay. By this we know that we abide in him and he in us. Because he has given us his spirit. Did you see that? By this we know that what? We what? We know that we abide in him and he in us. This is how we know we are with God. Because he has given us of his what? Spirit. Spirit. Everybody say spirit. Spirit. So it's the Holy Spirit in us that makes us know we are in God and God is in us. That's how we get, we get enthusiasm. Do you know enthusiasm? Yeah. yeah. Enteus, Teus is God in Greek. Enteus, in God. So when you are in God, you are enthusiastic. You have passion. Because you serve a God of passion. You are abiding in him. He's abiding in you. Therefore, he has given you his spirit. Can we go on? And we have seen and do testify that the father has sent his son as the savior of the world. God abides in those who confess that Jesus is the Son of God and they abide in God. So we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love. God is what? Love. God is love. Love. That's, that's his essential nature. God is love. Mm-hmm. And those who abide in love mm-hmm. abide in God and God abides in them. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we may have boldness on the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love. Did you hear that? There is no what? Fear Fear in love. But perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with punishment, 
And whoever fears has not reached perfection in love. Amen. He says, perfect love what? Cast out fear. Ekbalo. That's, that's the same word that's used for casting out demons. Ekbalo. Perfect love casts out fear. And that's what God wants to do for you and I. He wants to cast out what? Fear. Fear of the future. Fear of being accepted. Fear of what? Whether I'll be loved or not. Fear of this. I don't know whether people will like me or not. Who cares? (laughs) Who cares? I'm more worried if God, God, God will be displeased with me. Because the love of God has been poured, has been poured into our brother. Can you hold this for me, please? I love my Russian nesting dolls. <laughs> you, you seen this? And I'm going to share just a little bit with you and sister will come, okay? Because these nesting dolls are powerful, okay? Do you know that water, water takes uh, the shape of the container it's poured into? I know you have, you're scientists here, so you know what I'm talking about. And water will seep and go wherever. What? Hmm? You can't stop water. You understand what I'm saying? If water is flowing this way and you're an obstacle, do you know what it will do? Yeah. It will meander. That's called meandering. Yeah. Have you seen that? Do you have rivers in Australia? Uh-huh. So you know what I'm talking about. The water is flowing. Hmm? There's an obstacle. Do you know what it does? And so I show you this because for me, this, this speaks a lot. This is the Russian uh, nesting dolls. You see, as I stand in front of you, I'm 52 years old, okay? But before I turned 52, okay, within this 52-year-old, uh, there was a 42-year-old. So this is, this is Mark, <laughs> the 52-year-old. But within this 52-year-old, uh, there was what? 42. Within the 42-year-old, uh, there was once uh, what? Oh, you guys are good at math. Okay? So 52, within the 52-year-old, there was a 42-year-old. Within a 42-year-old, eh? there was a 32-year-old. And within this 32-year-old, there was once a what? Oh, very good. You are very good at math. It was a 22-year-old. Within the 22-year-old, there was once a what? Aha, you got it. It was a 12-year-old. And within this 12-year-old, there was once what? You went, yeah. Within this 12-year-old, there was once what? A two-year-old. Now, listen to what I'm telling you. If this two-year-old was the one that was baptized, okay, and the Holy Spirit was poured into me, are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? The spirit is still alive. 
But when the water table breaks, you understand the water table? When it breaks, if I was hurt when I was two years old, the water begins to wash that away and heal that. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Let's say when you were 12 years old and the pain has remained and you have shut down, you are walking with shame and everything. When the water table breaks, you are able to forgive. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. And for many of you, God wants to heal you in this mission school. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because the water table is breaking. I remember I was, I was about 25 when I was going through my mission school. And the water table, table had broken. And guess what? It washed away all the pain. Because when I was about two years old, my mother had to go out of the city to study in another college. Okay? So I was two years old. I needed mama. So my daddy kind of like became my mama. And I remember I used to miss my mother so much. And when we would go to visit her about two hours away in her college, and it was time to come home, I wouldn't let go of my mother. I would hold on to her. They would tear me from her like tearing me from her flesh. And I remember, I have great memories of that. And I would cry all those two to three hours drive back home. Mama, mama, do you know what my siblings did? They created a song about how I was crying. <laughs> yeah, you laugh now, but they never knew the pain. And I carried it. I carried it. And then when mommy finished studies and came, that I was all excited. She got pregnant with my younger brother. So, pshh, I carried that, carried that. Till I was 25, I cried like a baby. Because the water table had been broken. But it was healed. Do you understand what I'm saying? I had to forgive people who picked on me and bullied me in school because when I cry, okay, my eyeballs bulge out. Oh, I took, I took after my mother's eyeballs, right? Yeah, and in school, people teased me. They, 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 they called me froggy. They said, it's like if you step on the neck of a frog, the eyes of a frog, you know a frog? Do you have frogs in Australia? Yeah, the eyes bulge out. Folks, so I hated my eyes. As I was growing up, I constantly would squint my eyes like this. Because I thought, if people knew how big my eyeballs were, they wouldn't love me. But guess what? When the water table was broken, I stood in the mirror. And I went, man, look at those beautiful, look at them beautiful eyes. <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you hate something of your very being that God has given you? 
And I think for me, this is an aspect of the work of the Holy Spirit. That when the water table breaks, he comes to heal. Because water will find its way. And right now as I speak to you, the water of the Holy Spirit in you is finding its way. It's flowing to wash away your pain, to wash away your hurt. That was Mark Nemo with The Holy Spirit and the Healing Love of God. For more from the Immaculata Mission School, visit cradio.org.au.